Hey, audio listener. Welcome to the AV Epics Podcast, an Avenue Studios production. Check out our Patreon and Locals community for exclusive content, access to our private Discord, and so much more. And don't forget to review our podcast to help spread the word. And now, let's dive into the adventure. Hey, everybody. Welcome to AV Epics. Hopefully you can hear me. We were just joking about sound <laughs> before we went live, but everything looks pretty good. So welcome to AV Epics. I'm Dan Stacy, and you are about to witness my nerdy family and I use silly voices and digital dice to tell a good story as we are playing a mashup game between Pathfinder 2nd Edition and Starfinder, a one-shot run by one of our very own local supporters. I am really excited for this. Quick announcements. Um... Actually, the biggest one, I have it right here. Oh, yeah. Is we finally got our custom dice trays. Ooh. Somebody in <laughs> this game may have one, actually. So I'm so Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> These are available for if you hit a certain tier, if you join our Patreon or our locals at a certain tier. I think it's the Landmark Maple. This is one of the things you will get is a dice with the snapping foldable dice dice trays which i love and it's got our logo on it awesome you know i didn't think to look it up i think it's owl creek designs on etsy if i remember yeah. right and then another thing they are re really awesome company but they sent us a bunch of it's kind of hard to see with the lights but little, little stickers RPG and little things flavored they're so cute iron-ons so oh, if yeah. you join as a as a subscriber I'm going to throw one of those in, so you'll get a yeah. random RPG one. There's a Dice Goblin. Dice I own many shine, shinies. Many shinies. <laughs> that's cute. I like so, that one. <laughs> anyway, that's our biggest announcement. Of course, we live stream. If you're here, you know we live stream around 9 p.m. Eastern. We'll be back to our Pathfinder Outlaws of Elkinstar game uh, next week. But for now, let's jump over to see everybody else here, because we have some awesome guests with us today. There they all are. Look at those beautiful people. I'm going to introduce first, of course, one of our mighty guests in the YouTube world, Adam from the Interplanar Crossroads. How are you, sir? Greetings and salutations, travelers. Welcome back to Avenue Studios. Um, <laughs> we're doing good. Uh, as far as announcements, are things from over our way? Let me see. The 1,000 subscriber giveaway game is coming out and i've had a little trickiness with the delays on the update uh, on the upload of it but i should have one uh, an extra video out for y'all this week and then be able to finish up the last upload for it next week so it will be all done in november you will be able to watch it uh the second part this week lord willing and then the third part next week it should finish out november with that being up um dan was in that one so he you can ask him if it was pretty good. I did, I'm not particularly amazing at evaluating myself on those. <laughs> yeah. So, I um, hear you. Yeah. The only real other announcement right now is that we're going to be continuing our normal content, but right around uh, Christmas, we're going to be doing, well, that stretch that has Christmas and New Year's into it. We'll be doing something different that week. And. That's about it. So, that's what I got. Sweet. Thank you, sir. Thanks for being here. And of course, I'll just do a quick shout out. Chiro Chiba, if you're following the Outlaws game, she is also in that playing Cole. Thank you for being here, as always. And uh, we have a special guest over, nope, that way in the OBS. 
<laughs> this is Mr. Moral Compass's brother, Abon. Welcome, sir. Thank Very you for good. joining the game. Happy to be here. Awesome. And of course, today, our local supporter, Mr. Moral Compass, will be running this game. Would you like to take it away, sir? Uh, just as one quick deal, I kind of forgot about it, but when did we want to do character introductions? After the story intro or before it? Yeah, it seemed like mm -hmm. everybody was interested in doing it in the game, so whenever... Yeah, I think after, you, yeah. yeah. Yeah, whenever you think it's appropriate, yeah. I suppose. Then I'll just go into the, the story intro first and then go from there. Perfect. So, how we begin the story... Welcome to, the, uh, welcome to the Empire. My name is Paula, your virtual intelligence module, and I am here to happily assist you. As a communications transference operator, you have the privilege of holding the 132nd most important job in the entire Empire. You and your countless others are honored by the prevailing responsibilities held by such a position and keep the communications waves clean so you and your family can enjoy a comfortable life away from the vicious hate and propaganda propagated by the Republic, rebels, and others. I serve you who serves the Empire, and he who serves the Empire is a hero. As we swap over to the narrator. Just like any other day, you are sitting around in the communications room of Communications Estate A, a planet Mona of the Nero Sector. Your job, to transfer calls, interrogate sketchy communications, and report in unusual patterns. You and your sister, Estate B, take turns to split 24 hours in Universal Time Clock, your half of the workload, 12 hours, is spent in isolation within the confines of the communications room. Once this lockdown work time is finished, you are free to rest and enjoy the Empire-approved recreational time to improve your morale. Although the estate is small, with most of the room taken up by the communications array, there are plenty of areas to go to. Fitted with a firing range, a med bay, recreations room, a hollow room, and a vehicles bay, and some other miscellaneous ones, many would consider living in such an estate to be easy living. That is, if you're on one of the retirement groups that have their last years of military service to relax and have all the communications-filled entertainment they could fill on before going home to their families. Albeit, you still have some, uh, you still have such physical comforts, the mental comfort is sadly a long way off. For you are a rebound group, or those in the service will label you as a problem child group. Once your two years are spent here, you know you will be shipped back into the large confines of the empire-filled peace machine. If any ray of hope, uh, if any ray of comfort were to come, it is close to your turn to have Sergeant Jamkins over to your estate for the week. It is evident he has mostly dealt with retiree groups and treats you all as if it, if you are one of those and not the problem child that you problem children that you are. Rules are lax and personalities can stay under his care. All you have to do is finish up your time, have your Empire-mandated morale-boosting time, and he'll be there for the next work shift. The lockdown comes to an end, the door is open, you're released into the rest of the estate, and the sergeant should be leaving Estate B to come to Estate A at this very moment. Now, this would be, I think, a good time to introduce your characters and what you will do after the two hours of confines of the sleep modules. Does anyone want to go first? I'll go first. I got a question. Is there a radar dish or anything like that where I can look to see if anything's approaching? So, uh, the communications estate has one large communications uh, array. You, 
it's quite an advanced piece of technology and it takes up actually like half of the estate as it uh, communicates with the satellite that is uh, within the solar system that's then broadcast to the rest of the empire. For the most part, it doesn't have much in the way of any sort of radar or anything like that, but you do have some small capabilities around, but they're considered more of like your standard issue things that you may see like in a small outpost. I see. So I must go and fortify the position. All right. I will go in and begin inspecting every air duct to make sure they are airtight. Every... What's the word? Is that how that works? Well, I gotta make sure that no air is leaking. And nothing okay. can get in. I was about to say, no, wait, we're gonna die because it suffocates us? <laughs> TPK for the first five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and I also, if I can't, I'm going to go get a wine bottle. Uh, and brother, um, if you could just give your quick introduction of Sevens. Hello, I am Sevens. I have a dramatic backstory. Oh, well. And it, um, physical description. I'm wearing a bodysuit with a breastplate, and that's mostly for it for armor. I have a pistol, an auto pistol, at my hip, and I carry around my sniper rifle with me in my hands at all times. I do have a knife strapped to my forearm, and I never take off my armor. Yes, I do smell. <laughs> that's awesome. I imagine this is probably like a morning, almost a morning routine that goes on that... that most likely irons and sevens are up first so yeah uh i i don't guess irons ever gets up just before sevens. sevens always gets up just before irons <laughs> ends up getting up yes even Which if is... you try to get up early i will get up before you <laughs> all right well then in that case irons would not care he would just expect it uh and he would remark to you as you were doing your sweet any findings to be re are to be reported. Always turn on. And then turn on the playlist, in the, to get the kids up out of bed, which is probably I don't know, ACDC Thunderstruck or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think so. I'm playing Yoonji. Yoonji is a 17 year old Korean girl. She's very pale skin, and her eyes are always red from lack of sleep and crying. At least it would seem. Very dark blue eyes that are always looking off into the distance. I think probably your character and I share share a bunk or something. Yeah, yeah, I think you so. Think? Mm -hmm. So I think you. She's she is also <clears throat> already awake, waiting for the music, but she's just sitting cross-legged she always has like a kimono like robe that's very plain over her uniform with long sleeves that she can wrap around and cover her hands and arms and i think she's always just sitting there staring off into the distance kind of towards your character waiting for the music to come on and she'll just wait to see what you're gonna do i'm the last one awake so oh so okay <laughs> <laughs> so I, i'm pretty pretty um predictable and when i get up uh it's never like necessarily in accordance with the music it is always like moving a few moments before it would start um 
and just kind of a slow, methodical way of getting up. I am uh, about a 20-year-old, tall, fairly well-built young man, um, medium darker skin, dark hair, and really like bright sea green eyes. I'm wearing whatever has been issued to me uh, for whatever's military standard. Um, I have a, a sword and a shield and a pistol on my hip. Um, and my routine is just to get up and start walking patrols around the building, uh, kind of doing a sort of quiet, but just slightly articulated, almost seems like a prayer to myself as I just start to walk around the building at the beginning of the day. Okay. And, uh, now what, who what is was your character's name again? Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. I always forget some important detail. Um, <laughs> my character's name is not Jolinar, but that is what he has given you all to call him. Nice. And, Don't feel uh, too bad. I forgot to describe myself. Oh, go ahead. Oh, What does okay. Irons look like? Uh, description. 38 years old with dirty blonde hair that is prematurely white on the sides of his not-so-high-and-tight style. His eyes were once a stony blue, but have but after the incident... The irises have bleached to the to the color of ischemic flesh. He wears large, dark sunglasses to protect his eyes and keep the scars around them mostly covered. Standard issue fatigues are what he prefers, but every once in a while he will be caught wearing a tee that has an ancient band name or logo sprayed on it. Sweet. <clears throat> And so uh, the music's been playing for a while, and um, finally, uh, Redhead opens up her eyes. She still has like the drool kind of from sleep, and she gets up. So she has the classic freckles and stuff, and she wears an oversized jacket over her uniform. Anywhere that has anything that has to do with the Empire is covered up. Um, so I feel like I'm going to say a little bit about her background, because I don't know if that'll ever come out later, but, uh, she was raised in the outskirts of the, of society. Um, her dad taught her about machinery and, uh, praised her natural talent for it. And, uh, together they built a small stealth drone, which they named Skip and Skip's right beside her. He just kind of hangs out around her all the time. Um, her father was caught in crossfire by one of the common gang fights that were in the area in their shanty town. And so she has kind of like a bitterness towards the empire for not establishing enough law and order near where she was. Um, so she's striving to make a better life for herself and for her younger sister to make sure her younger sister doesn't get end up working in the red light district as many of the girls had around her. And, uh, but she was tracked down during one of her hacks that she was doing and now she is there serving a sentence instead of wanting to serve the empire necessarily so but she wants to get back home before the money runs out so but she is overconfident spunky irritating probably to a lot anybody in authority so that's ruby and what is Ruby doing um, as her routine? 
she is going to be probably working on Skip, checking him out, making sure that he's good. And um, she doesn't have any job to do right now, right? So she's going to be tinkering with her stuff. All right. I mean, Irons would say there's always a job to do, but that doesn't mean she'll listen. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and Yunji just uh, hangs out with Ruby? Yeah, I think she would. Unless Irons came and gave direct orders, she would do whatever Irons says. Maybe if Joel and R is passing by and wants company, she'll go with him. She'll basically just wait for someone to tell her what to do. Yunji, hold this. In that. She's trying to do it with her sleeves covered, so she's like catching it, so she doesn't touch. Ah, uh, one more thing. Hands. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Things are flying. Did Iron <laughs> say we should do something today? I don't know. I don't know what he wants to do. He's always got something to do. He'll come yell when he needs to. Mm. Probably right about that time. <laughs> Did you fix the access point? Yeah. Yes, then why is it still red on the readouts? I'm fine. Fine. I'll get to it. I mean, I was meaning to. Um. Fine. She's going to, like, slump and pull on Unji with her as <laughs> she walks over there. Okay. Iron gets another report from Sevens that this is not fixed. <laughs> <laughs> Ruby has been assigned. You get a K. And Sevens keeps moving. Alright. So, as you're patrolling around the estate, Jolinar, you you just make your rounds, you know, going through, making sure everything's fine. You know, Sevens is being the paranoid guy that he is, and everything like that. And, and as you're passing by the communications room, you actually see notice a very strange light coming from there it's almost like flashing light like tons of lightning strikes but it's in a uh, the color of purple okay i'm going to approach it cautiously is it like arcing out from the machine or just sort of like like flashing through the machine so when you uh, get closer to it and actually look at it, the one of the terminals in the communications room, it it is it's like lightning is spitting off of it, and um, as you look at it, all of a sudden, it as oh as only if it just got your presence alone, it stops. Okay. Um. Is there, does the electricity work in such a way that you could shut off the power, like the breaker to a particular system in a room or anything like that? Yes, and actually the, um, the entire power system for your terminals should all be completely turned off automatically. There should be no power to the room. Oh, okay, but they're doing this anyway, so I go to check it and it's already off. Yes. Okay, um, I'm going to radio over basically everybody's comms and be like um, there seems to be a problem with the uh, communications terminal in here they are active I thought they were shut down Ruby do you want to come take a look <sighs> my 
She's gonna bang on whatever she was trying to fix and maybe it'll kick on and work because she's got that feet. And she's gonna <laughs> go to the communications <laughs> terminal. What is it? What happened? Well, the powder's turned off, but there was some kind of energy going through it. It was flashing like it had electricity. I don't understand how. That doesn't sound good. Okay, give it a look-see. Be careful. As you investigate the terminal, there doesn't appear to be any sort of damage or burns, but oddly enough, it's almost like the opposite. Feeling it, even through your armor, or whatever you're using at the moment, it is very cold to the touch. And with the room temperature, it's slowly getting warmer, but it must have been like freezing cold when whatever was going on. Is Yunji in the room? Did she follow? Yeah, she would have. I would look over at her and be like, what do you think is going on here? Um... We don't know. We could look and see. Well, it's Would cold. You... That's that's not normal. No. You said that you broadcasted this over to everyone? Yeah. Okay, you do see Seven's at the door with a sniper rifle, just cradled in both his arms. Ah. Watching. <laughs> she... Ruby's just gonna go, because <laughs> she didn't know he was there. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> But he always does that. Mm. Very well. Shall we... Shall we look and listen? But we're done. We're done with work. We're supposed to be, like, relaxing and stuff, right? Oh. Is this all coming over comms? I, well, I... The, the original thing <laughs> was, for sure. As <laughs> if it... Ruby dared say that it's time not to work... That would not fly. Can Ruby the, be the one that left the comms open? Probably <laughs> uh, did on purpose. Oh, okay. I heard that. I heard that. You know how it's working. It's not time to sleep. Not time to work. Seven's report. What's going on? I see the others in the communications room, and they're commenting that the controls are cold abnormally. Either we have a liquid nitrogen breach, or they are here. Now, unlike a lot of other people, no, I, I was about to say, unlike a lot of other people that might, yeah, Sevens is a tweak, you kind of all over the place. But with Iron's experience, he doesn't want to take any chances. So he says, I'll be right down. I'm watching them. And meanwhile, Joel and R will be talking to Yunji, being like, I think you should see for us if there is something there, but be careful. I haven't seen something like this before. She she doesn't know mechanics and stuff, like But we no. we can listen to the echoes. Something might have touched it, something might be within. We could listen and see. What? Something in machinery. There's echoes in everything. Oh, Everywhere. Man. I could just go home. <laughs> Even home. Everywhere are the echoes. Should we wait for irons? 
Jolinar will stand there very specifically not touching her or invading her personal bubble, but very like protectively. So I'm gonna do the I just can't remember what it's called. So I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you to do a perception check to basically get a you know a general reading. Okay. Cool. Go. Oh, just that one. That's why. Hold on. I can do this. My amazing wife. Do you want it public? Does that matter, or do you want it private? Oh, sorry. Uh, you could do it public. I will not really do any sort of blind rolls except for stealth. Okay, so Unji, as you delve into it, you instantly understand that there's some sort of uh, a psychic energy here. Something is uh, tapping in. Uh, there, This is not a machine-based operation. As far as you could tell, you're, you're not fully familiar, but you're familiar enough where this would um, give you an essence of this has to be uh, something from either the void or some other psychic is involved here do I do we get any sense of intent you yeah you weren't able to get any sort of intent from it so I don't think she's touched it yet her hand is just hovering over it there are definitely echoes we can hear them Someone is, someone like us is doing something. We sense the void. Should I pursue further? If I can, I'm going to find something to barricade the door. (laughs) Uh, Is it still here? It seems to be fading. The echoes are fading. Well, let's get out of here. Sevens is going to block us in. Unji so at this, <laughs> so at this point, all of a sudden, um, on all the intercoms and your communication systems, Paula starts blaring out, "Warning! Warning! Get inside immediately! Storm inbound!" Is that normal? Not at all on this planet. Hmm. hmm. Warning, warning, get inside immediately. Storm inbound. Where would be the Go ahead. Where would be the safest, like most protected, like bunker part of the station? Uh probably in the very room you're in, the communications room itself. It has blast doors and everything like that to basically keep you inside and keep anyone out. Uh is irons here yet? I need food. Let's get some food. I'm grabbing food. Irons, not- come, Irons comes around the door right then and says, you had breakfast afforded to you earlier, but you wanted to work on your bot. Stay in the communications room. 
What? Why? It's, it's obviously busted. It's not working. Again, the um, now all of you can see that the terminal all of a sudden springs to life again. Uh, a purple light starts emanating from it. Uh, although it isn't like the lightning that you've seen before, it it goes out as though it were reaching like a portal opening. Although, although Yuji would notice immediately, it's not a portal. It's something that is anchoring itself there. Real quick, Overwatch doesn't have token vision. Oh, mm. sorry. My bad. You're good. Uh, let's it see. It looks if very I can. cool here to me, though. Oh. <laughs> she is Ruby. <laughs> what about now? Don't see it yet. Refresh. Hmm. Refresh. Still refreshing. We'll get it. Unji will be like, well, we see an anchor. It is holding fast. Something is holding Oh, there on. it is. Got it. Okay, perfect. Y'all want to stay think, in there? I think I would grab both girls by their shoulders and pull them back from it. All right. Ruby's not you, resisting. You, <laughs> I, you pull them back from the terminal. All of a sudden, the the flashing that's happening on the terminal stops, and it seems to come to a full boot up. And you hear a voice, Hello, is anyone there? This is Omega Theta of the Tiberius Sector. Respond. We are under attack. They... And then it stops. That's the other group? Uh, no, you could give me a society check in order to figure out what he's talking about. I don't know if I have it. Can everybody? Or yeah. Okay. I love it. <laughs> Ruby doesn't care. <laughs> there I am, right? How do I save? Your hand. I'll find it. Yeah. Oh. So close. More skills. Society. Right there. Oh, I see it now. Yeah. Oh no, actually, I do. You got, you got some. Girl. I got some. And where are you? Well, Sevens is definitely pointing a sniper rifle at the terminal. <laughs> and society. No, so to most of you, it, it just sounds like, you know, just some other, um, you know, neighboring sector that go, does any sort of communications or something like that. But uh, Ruby and Jolinar, Jolinar, you would know that uh, what he said, the Tiberius sector is known for its research and development. Well, that makes sense. You'd know that. And it's on the same place we are planet uh, no completely different sector space oh and then the uh flashing of the panel begins again then the flashing stops communication established this is omega theta of the uh, tiberius sector respond should we answer uh man your irons what should we answer it's Mega Theta. They they do research. Tiberius was Mega Theta. Uh, Tiberius sector would be the sector of research and development. Omega Theta would probably be a signal, um, some sort of signal, either for like a ship or a base. But that's okay. how Ruby says it. <laughs> okay. They research and stuff, like close to here, or farther away. 
far far away farther away am i right <laughs> yeah yeah it's it very far away super far away that signal shouldn't be reaching us something's wrong he would actually look at sevens and see how he... them or they're boosting their signal i'm gonna answer hello this is ruby um ruby. We are from, where are we? I'm going to say where we are. <laughs> uh, you're from the Nero sector. We're from the Nero sector. We hear you. Over. Uh, he, you get a response. Uh, I, I don't understand, but we've been attacked a day ago. We're traveling and... And he cuts again. Can... Hello? Who are you attacked by? Fla Flashing begins again. Can... Unji somehow try to investigate the psychic energy that's coming in. All right. Uh, you could give me a, an occult check. Okay. Uh, occultism. You got, you got some. Ooh. Cool. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> it looked like you're not too this. familiar. <laughs> I do know. And the power is still off to this terminal? It's co completely off to the entire room. These echoes are unfamiliar. Something reaches out. Something is grabbing. Well, obviously somebody's the in trouble. That's not good. Okay. So, like, warning bells in, in Iron's head. You, Everybody out. Stop talking to the machine. We'll wait till the sergeant gets here. But somebody needs help. Can't just leave flashing them. Flashing stops. Communication established. And then uh, of the voice that you've been hearing, he starts yelling out, uh, Is anyone there? This is Omega Theta. I am the last survivor that I know of. I haven't seen anyone else. TR-6 is unleashed. I cannot. And the, the communications goes out. TR-6? Does that mean anything to us? Uh, the only thing that uh, would pick up is that Ruby and uh, Jolinor would know that uh, research and development sectors come up with their own code names for different uh, projects and whatnot. Whoa. Contextually, that does not sound good. Irons wants everybody <laughs> out of the room. Close the door. Let Sevens barricade it. That's I think he's going to have to pull Ruby thing. out because she wants to help. <laughs> he's not. Uh, yeah. Jolinor, get the girls out. Oh, As you're oh. talking about this, the the light vanishes from the terminal. No more powers to it. Okay, I will take Ruby's arm gently, but firmly, and I will expect Yunji to follow. She will. But our job is to help people. That's what we're supposed to be doing. They are, but they are so far. There's nothing we can do, and if he's the only one, that is very sad, but... We will doubtless die before we can intervene. Commander so, Irons, yeah, Matt put in a request to melt, melt that thing. Melt it? What was, what was that? I would like to put in a request to smelt that device. You see Rot Irons really think for a second. Was that an affirmative? Affirmative. Done. I'm gonna go find a blue torch. Just because As somebody's far away doesn't mean that they don't deserve help. As you're She's moving angry. about, 
all of a sudden the intercom's blur open again. Uh, Paula. Backup unit engaged. I am Paula, your virtual, uh, virtual intelligence module, and I'm here to help. And, and then she begins to go again. Warning, warning, get inside immediately. Storm inbound. It, do we actually see a storm inbound? So you would actually have to go check out the terminals themselves. It's not something that's really built into the base. It's kind of like a basic weather module. Would that be Are one of the terminals here? Yeah, uh, not in this room because no power to it, but any of the other terminals throughout the base. These are meant specifically for the job, while the other ones are kind of like your general base terminals. Okay. So yeah, I, I'd, go ahead. Might want, to might want to check one of those to corroborate Paula's sensors. That would be something Sevens would do while he's out looking for a blowtorch. <laughs> Joel and I would just be saying, I'm sorry we cannot help them, but when people wander too far, they will die before you can reach them. You cannot risk the rest in pursuit. We could have done something. So who's going over to one of the terminals to double check it? Sevens. Okay, Sevens. When you get to the terminal, uh, you're getting the... the warning message that Paul is putting out and you can check out the warning message. Although you're noticing that there's actually a, a communications trying to be established, um, identity would be uh, Sergeant Jamkins. Commander Irons, Sergeant Jenkins is trying to reach us on this terminal. Affirmative. DM, can I patch him through to our comms? Uh, yes. Uh, I would do it. Okay. So you patch um, Sergeant Jamkins into your comms, and he says, "Orange, you're getting a load of this. Have you have you checked out the weather module?" Checking it now. What's up? I'm seeing it for myself. He has like a moment of like pause, and then it's like, I don't know how to describe it. Dark clouds, purple lightning, starting to cover the place. It's them. Hey. Seven's looking at the weather module. You're you're getting kind of like a mixed report. You're getting basically a lightning storm inbound, uh, and then also just tons of random ones that Paula just can't seem to quite understand. But um, I'm reading this hey, off to the others. Hey, can you give me a computers or engineering check? I got crafting. Uh, give me a crafting check. Um, an eye for numbers. Would that work? I'm sorry, what? I have the um, action eye for numbers. Uh, I can no, no, something. It'll be something different. Okay. Mm. Okay. You're noticing that certain spots of the planet seem to be uh, getting this uh, weather update a lot more than the others. And at least one of them, you could tell it's right above um, Estate A. Um, Estate A is being hit rather hard now. He's just saying that because of the sergeant and the commander are both on the comms. Uh, sergeant Jenkins, Jenkins um, the Tiberius Sector Mega Theta ship, the, they said TR-6 was unleashed. I don't know what that means. Do you know what that means? Of course I don't. I have no idea what Theta section, uh, Tiberius section is talking about. Uh, and then Paula starts going through all the intercom systems. Object, warning, 
Warning. Object. Incoming into planet. Identity. Omega. Theta. Question about the setting. Does this setting have, like, warp jumps? Or is this something that... Or is this, like, lower tech? Lower tech. Okay. This is... Is this familiar to the incident before with irons? Uh, for things coming and going and disappearing and such, yeah, this reminds you of the void. Okay. John, our highest alert. Secure the girls. Find secure position. Understood. I will... What is the... What is the next most fortifiable position that is not the communications room that has been elected to be abandoned? Uh, probably the hangar. Okay. Is that small enough that it is defensible? I mean, if you get inside one of the vehicles. Okay. Otherwise, it's kind of a, a spacious area. Yeah. Okay. Um... Does it have access to, like, does it have terminals in it that have base access, though? Yes. Uh, these vehicles, especially, are kind of more communications-based. Um, they're, they're meant to be, uh, if not to, um, to send a communication, to help boost it and such. So these, these have a lot of the capabilities. Okay, so they're kind of like mobile workstation units? Right. Okay. Because right. if there's ever a communication uh, problem between uh, state A and the state B, they need something in order to help boost the signals between the two. Okay, I will get Ruby and Yunji to come with me um, and be like, let's let's go to the hangar. We will set up in one of the vehicles there. Um, call Skip. Mm -hmm. And collect any other weapons or tools you need along the way. Grab everything, I guess. Yeah. We are afraid. Are there Are there any civilians on this on our part of the base? No, there's no civilians. It's all military personnel. You're the military personnel of A. Okay, so we're all that's here then. Yes. Okay. Sevens. We're going to need to uh sevens. Rendezvous and secure point. Designated by John Understood. What if and they walking down the facility now. What if they reach out again? Shouldn't we just stay in here? I'm assuming at this point you guys are already out of the room and Sevens has closed the door and has put the emergency lock in place and then proceeded to begin cutting the wire to the power. All right, so um, at this point, do you get another communications from Sergeant Jamkins? All right, I'm seeing it now. Looks like a... Yeah, it would be a class Indigo a spaceship is coming into orbit. It's not stopping. We're going to have to check it out. The, it looks like it's on a crash course. Looks like Northern Hemisphere near Estate A. You're going to have to hunker down. Jolinar, you're in charge. Irons, you're in command. Meet me there when the crash is over with. Understood. 
We're not allowing our Empire brethren to go without aid. If that hits and its reactor explodes, there won't be them or the estate. Paula, do calculations. Calculation complete. Looks like if the uh, reactor explode, it will be dust, as they say. But it should not reach the point of destruction of Estate A. Initiating hunker down mode. You, you hear a lot of like moving parts within the base as everything is being completely airtight sealed and uh, a lot of metal uh, plating is being uh, put over any sort of window hatch or anything that could lead to the outside of the base. So our, our basically our orders are to hunker down and then investigate? Yes. Okay. So basically just for now, brace for impact. Yes. Okay. I will hurry the girls up. Evans is looking for more ammo he can get away with. All right. Uh, actually, interesting enough, Sevens, you're, you go to the small armory that you have, and as you approach it, you notice the flashing purple lights there as well. You probably rush in to go check it out, and mm -hmm. when you do, everything is overloading. Um, it seems like whatever just happened, it targeted all your... Uh, all your technological weaponry, all the all the laser weaponry is gone. It's shot. Batteries over flooded. Just completely useless. I knew this would happen. Commander, all the batteries are dead. All lasers. Any extras for the robot that weren't on her person. So that thing probably has a timed life now. You hear him happy as he reports that. <laughs> Acknowledged. Are you finding more ammunition? I am going to have to switch to ballistics, which I always keep extras. Yeah, you're Chief, finding... Find some all extra you... from Mildred. Yeah, yeah, you've, you have a, a bit of ammo, although it's kind of kept on the lower priority because it's kind of like a, not necessarily ancient tech, but just put on the, the back burner as it's used versus... Um, you know, kind of an, a niche group of enemies. Uh, you have plenty of uh, pistols, uh, and then like ammo, some ammo for like pistol, hunting rifle, shotgun, so on and so forth, but it's not plenty, not at all. I take what as much as I can grab, and I'll bring it to the rest of the crew. Alright. Yeah. So if you look into your character sheets, that would be all the equipment that you're able to scavenge. I'm mostly supplying all the rest of these guys. Yeah. Well, that's fine. Everyone needs a gun. Did Jolinar find a, a suitable spot for barricading? So my plan is to take whichever... If they're the same, fine. But whichever vehicle would be like the heaviest vehicle and get inside it with the girls and everything we've got so far and then and then probably have them buckle in okay buckles yeah yeah you find uh, an armor personnel carrier that acts as a um 
a communications beacon. It's it's pretty good. Uh, according to the stories of uh, Sergeant Jamkins, he he used it when he was in service. It's kind of old, but it's heavy. It's it's not light. It's not light and more electronic like the others. Okay, and overcomes relay our position and which one we've picked to uh, irons and sevens. Acknowledged. At this point, Paulus uh, saying, "Warning! Warning! One minute till crash." Now, Sevens is gonna run to get into the secure location. Irons is not going in until Sevens gets in. Well, all right, you all... passes you. He's pa passing you shotgun shells. I am making sure Mildred is loaded. All right, so you all get into the APC and hunker down. All of a sudden, you get a, a large rumbling that starts going through the base. Paulus uh, says kind of the obvious of, Warning, crash has happened. Brace for impact. I'm just uh, going to cover her ears and be like putting her hair in front of her face. It's fine. <sighs> we'll be fine. We can hear the screams. Oh, forgot you could do that. Yeah. Sorry. It just, there's a lot of shaking, a lot of noise, and then all of a sudden there's silence. And then you hear large amount of sand just pouring it, um, hitting it into the base. But it's, it's holding pretty well. And, that, and then comes to a standstill. There's no more noise outside. As this is happening, I ask Commander, who's qualified to drive? I can drive. Are you trying to ask? Is, um, is anyone else qualified to drive? I am. I've been driving since I was like 10. He's that doesn't make me driving. any happier. <laughs> I love that you guys are arguing about this and Unji's like crying in the corner. <laughs> uh, Joel and I was going to say, um, can somebody use the computers to find out what is going on outside? Yeah. Uh, Paul, can, yeah. Pa Paula brings up scanning. No movement detected. Can you get more? What, is, what has changed? It sounds like there's been a a breach in the base. Scanning. No breach is detected. Warning. Oh, can we get a visual? Warning. Communications error. We have lost communications with the satellite. That'll be no then. It's probably all smashed up. Warning. Lost communications with a state B. Warning. Lost communications with Sergeant Jamkins. Paula, have have auxiliary methods been been applied and attempted for communication, such as radio frequency over satellite communication? Lost communications with satellite. So you have none. Okay. Recommended action. Use the communication device you are within to get close enough to a state B. Okay. Those were our last standing orders, and 
Ruby, perhaps you can boost the communications from here. I could try. Can I? Uh, you know that it would be basically impossible at this point because you need to get to the southern hemisphere of the planet, which is a really small planet. Oh, okay. Because um, uh, once you get to that point, it should be a lot easier. Because um, in the northern part, it isn't as well. We have to go uh, south, guys. Uh, it, does this base have cameras on the outside? It does. Um, pulling up the camera system, a lot of them have, it looks like, either been destroyed or completely covered in sand. There's some, like, uh, in front of the hangar that... It, it's a bit bumpy outside, but you could probably drive your vehicle out of here. Other than that, nothing seems to have changed. Hangar door is clear outside. Currently. Jolinar's right. We have standing orders. We're to check the crash site. We're gonna help people. Close. If there's any left. I'm getting in the driver's seat. Um, I'm gonna have Skip go on standby to save battery. Alright. The, um... Paula opens up the hangar door and you start driving out into the desert. And you get a general sense of where the crash site is from, not only from the terrain, but also from the GPS coordinates that Paula provides you as you start making your way there. Was there anything you were going to do while on the trip to the crash site? Do you sense any of them? We will, we will try. I think Unji wants to try to reach out and see if she can feel anything or hear, psychically hear something. From your time in the city, uh, you could tell right away that you could usually tell where some, uh, like a large group of people are or whatnot from just like all the resonance that they give out. Mm. But you're not sensing anything from the ship. So if there are survivors, there are a few. And would I have a sense of the ship? A general sense of how big it should be yeah okay. uh it's it's a at least from this class of ship it should be holding around 100 to 200 crew members which usually would give you just enough but in this particular case it has to be half or less okay we do not sense much but there are not enough voices we cannot see this far away. But there are not many. If if there are any. What about at the base? Oh, that's way too far away. Okay. It's too far. How long is the drive? Uh, so from the drive, it will be about two hours. Alright, so... Irons would probably put on something that he, that maybe, maybe NG doesn't like it, but has not actively disliked it. Some, a song on her thing that he's got listed under her playlist and put it on over the speakers while probably going over equipment and making sure everything's loaded and strapped on and done right with Jolnar. 
Joel and I would do sort of an inventory, would report to Irons with whatever he needed, would kind of go through a self-inventory, um, and then if Yunji is still, like, kind of acting weepy, would just sort of go over to her and kneel down next to her and just, like, hold out his hand in case she wants to take it. She probably wait a second and then reach out her finger just to kind of almost like she was reading your palm or something. And what he is like, as he sort of kneels down, he very clearly like is collecting himself. And there's this sense of I am me. I am solid. I am just a tangible place in space. Kind of calm is the vibe that he's putting a concerted effort into being. She'll take a deep breath with her eyes closed. We thank you. We are okay. We will try to reach farther. We will try to listen. We fear the void. We think it is here. Tell me what you need. I am always here. And then he'll kind of like, sort of like a slight bow, nod, and then get back up. Unji will try to smile at Ruby a little. What? We are trying to share the happy. Oh, you're doing great. It's good. Want Cheeto? <laughs> A little bit of orange on the kimono. Yeah. I'm sure that'll come out. <laughs> Always I'm makes me feel better. All conversations. <laughs> Alright. So you, uh, you have your social interactions and arrive at the crash sites definitely a pretty large ship as you get more towards the front of it you you notice that there's quite a bit of a, a damage around that part which should open up more of like the hallways or doors that you would be able to access in order to get inside the back of the ship is plunged into the sand well uh while the rest of the ship is pointing more towards i guess the sky at an angle maybe like 40, 50 degrees, so you could tell like the very front part of the ship is much higher. You notice that this area to go in, it's about your level, and it looks like another area is over to your west, that that would be about 20, 30 feet up. Mm-hmm. So it looks like, at least from initial scanning, there's those two places. You do, do notice we- that uh, you do notice that uh, Sergeant Jamkins, I don't have an icon for it, but his uh, his spe- uh, speed racer is here, and he seems to have already gone in. Do, do, do we have indicators on which side he went in? Yeah, he went towards the east one. And do we have files of what the basic layouts of this ship should be? You would... This particular ship, no, because it's uh, the research and development sector sh- ships. Okay. 
guys, this is like research. I mean, like, they get into some weird stuff. They unleash something. Like. Hopefully, it died in the crash. We cannot assume that is true. Ruby. Yeah? Can you use the APC's transmitter to try to find our sergeant? Sure. Try it. Alright, so you could give me either a computer's or engineering check. Okay. Is engineering crafting for this? Engineering is like make more of the mechanical side of things, while computer's more of the software side. Oh, there it is. So crafting is kind of like a universal thing that I could allow, but it would just be a higher DC. Okay. We'll try engineering. That was gonna be All one right. first thing, and I was like really nervous. <laughs> All right. So Ruby, you get um, you, you start boosting the signals. It uh, it doesn't have like the best detectors, but you know how to work such systems pretty well. Uh, you do a little bit of a jury rig type thing, and it it boosts its detectors. It and you point it towards the ship, and it starts doing its detecting of what he can try to figure out. Uh, you do get one um, identifier of a Empire um, soldier towards the helm of the ship. I mean, the um, what's the what's the front of the ship called where they have? Oh, yeah, the bow. The bridge. Okay, the, bow. the bridge. Thank you. The bridge of the ship. So, so would it would be west? towards the west. Okay. Yeah. So there's somebody towards the west, near the bridge. Should we go through the other entrance over there that's up up high? It's closer. What is the environment like on this planet? Is it breathable or no? It It's breathable, but it's considered inhospitable. So you could breathe, but... With all the sun, I mean, sand, dust, and other type things uh, that are just floating around, it would be bad for your lungs uh, for a long period of time. Okay. So right now, it's kind of assumed that you're fully suited up. Okay. Um. So it, it's more like we have, like, filtration masks than have oxygen tanks? Uh, for this, it would be a full encapsulation, like a... Um, like a spacesuit, although okay. the front visor of it is very transparent so you can see each other. It, it, it boosts morale. Yeah, mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You see my face, that's what you're saying. <laughs> I do not think our face boosts morale. Yes, it does. If we're going to the west side, we're going to need to teamwork our way up. Oh, and, and I kind of forgot to mention, I, I didn't bother trying to get like a completely specific about all your inventory, but if you have like an item that would make sense, like medical tools or nylon rope or something like that, yeah, that's fine. How far up above the ground is this, uh, let me see, never, this western uh, door here? Uh, that would be about 25 feet. Ruby, see if the drone can get up there. Check the door and see if it's locked mm. or if there's an access way. Okay, so skip. <laughs> Just get call it. You go check. Right. See if door's working. Alright, so you, you send Skip over there <clears throat> and 
skip using its uh, climbing module just climbs on up the, the side of the ship. And Evans is covering the drone. He he do, notices a door, and it seems to be uh, locked. But from it's not uh, from your knowledge and everything like that, you know that it just requires a Federation access code. This is just a common door. So your identification um, badges or numbers could actually just open it up. I could. I could do an overload too. True. If we don't. I mean, do we want people knowing we're going in or not? Oh, and um, because you are a mechanic, you would instantly understand this. Uh, it's very strange that the doors would be locked if it had lost power. So it still has to have power inside because mm -hmm. the, the native state would be to unlock and open everything if it lost power. So people could escape if need be. Is overload just like a free action? You could use it at will. Okay. I might just do that instead, because I can do it, use it through my drone, right? Yep, yep. Okay, I'm going to do that. Well, if I can get a better angle, I'm going to get on top of the APC to cover the drone. Okay, so... So you're going to use your overload, uh, which... Let me double check. This makes the device non-functional. Okay. Can I? How do I do that? The picture. Click the picture. Cool. Yeah. So you use overload on the door. It instantly unlocks and opens. Ooh, there's a light. Uh, yeah, you you see red light inside. This is emergency lights. Yeah. Okay. It's open. Alright. Peek him in, see if anything's there. If he gets munched, we'll know to go the other way. Skip. Need a rendezvous with Sergeant. Yes. Skip is a stealth drone, I... and he does have camouflage, so you could. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. I still like the appalled look you gave Iron. Yes, <laughs> it would be. Yeah. So, stealth in, Skip. Give me a stealth check. Or skip. It'll be above the attacks and below the ability scores. Attack self, I see it. Okay. That and go skip. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> right. So skip goes out into the hallways. Although looking through his eyes, you. I want to give me a will save for Ruby. A mm. will save. Oh no. Okay. Where's save? Save. 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 Oh, thank you. Yeah. She got a decent number. Oh, oh, snap. <laughs> oh, there it is. I was thinking it was going to happen. Just waiting. All right. So I guess for the rest of you, you look at Ruby as she basically goes into a catatonic state. Of Her eyes are fully dilated. She's just looking at the screen, not moving. Would Unji detect something, or can she detect something when that happens? You're not detecting any sort of psychic phenomenon going on with her. From my position on top of the APC, can I see what's going on with the drone? Okay, so you're keeping a, a track on the drone. You're not able to see too high up there. Right, even on top of the APC? 
Uh, okay, so on top of the APC, you could give me a perception check. Okay, one more. Uh, perception. This button. Yeah. And it's Ooh. really hard to see. You can't We're figure it out. <laughs> what does she see on her screen? Can I, like... You could give me a will save and look at the screen. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Okay, we all, all die. Go, Jill and I. No, Jill and I will be fine. Oh. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Jill and I, you, you study yourself. You're a warrior, and you look at the screen. Uh, what Ruby is looking at is there are bodies all over the place. Some look to be, like, torn in half. Others seem to be shot. But strangely enough, there's no blood anywhere. Okay. I will gently pry the screen out of Ruby's hands, kind of being careful to not let it tip towards Yunji, and then I will just show it to Irons. Hmm. He doesn't... He doesn't actually look surprised. Show sevens. Looks like we're probably going to go the other way. Um, is Sevens Sevens here? is outside. He's outside. But, yeah, he's on the APC trying to look at the drone. I'm giving a covering fire. Okay. Unji will walk up to I'm me. just going to radio to Sevens and say, no survivors that direction. Understood. The drone hasn't done anything. I mean, to be fair, you do know that there is one registered signal that seems to have some sort of life in that area that's showing up as Empire. Right, I'm just trying to communicate to Sevens and I. Okay. what's in the hallway. Got it. Without triggering anyone. Alright. Is it them? I just... I don't see any movement. Neither do I. Are we advancing that way, or are we going to the east? Irons? Can you steady yourself, Ruby? Yeah, by this point, Ruby, you've, you've gained control. Although, you actually noticed that there was something else there. Although it kind of turned the corner, uh, it seemed to react to uh, slips going on in there. I mean, skip going in there. There was something in there. They're all dead. That's not from a crash. It sounds like whatever they were transporting might have got out. And is still alive. Could it be this TR6? Must be. If you could see Sevens, he's just shrugging. Irons, orders. Did the creatures, the creature moved? Away. Uh, right around the corner. Yeah, Ruby could tell you that um, it moved to the east. Okay. It went east. And but that is the most direct path to the sergeant, right? Uh, Presumably. The way that uh, Skip went, yeah. We must rendezvous with the sergeant. 
risks are necessary. We're going that way. Understood. Understood. Unjil, because she has her gloves on right now, will take Ruby's hand. We hear the echoes. We will see. We will help. It's awkward. Bad. Right? We help people. Yeah. Yep. Yep. We do. We help people. Irons would probably squat down in front of Unji, take his glasses off, and look her dead in the eye. It's not pretty in there. We do not see as you see. She'll kind of reach towards your scars, though. Or we see more as you did see. We will be all right. We... We may be able to hear things. We may be able to understand in a way that will help. We have tread the halls right. of the void. We know. Let's go. The sergeant's gonna be toast. We gotta go. Alright. So you use um, some rope and your attachments to get up on there, especially with the help of Skip. And you are able to move about. I'm gonna take point. Alright. Um, sevens, I imagine, can kind of go right behind me. Either behind you or I'm flanking the door. Like, I'd be right behind you, but always in cover. Okay. We'll be in the middle, I think. Yeah, Unji, Iron's last. Unji would yep. stay close to uh, <clears throat> Joel and R, unless someone pulls her back. She wants to try to be helpful, but... She stays behind Jolinar. <laughs> okay. Um, Physically getting into the hallway, does any of these people have equipment? Like they mm. were armed? Yes. Although, for the most part, it seemed to be they were using uh, laser weaponry and such. Mm. Which, if they got hit by the same thing you did, it may have been completely worthless for uh, versus whatever they were fighting. Mm. Okay. Uh, Do I see any of their... Uh, issued combat knives or shovels on them? Yes. Uh, some of them uh, did seem to have it, and there is actually some material on some of the knives. If you okay. want to give me, like, a nature check to try to figure out what it could be, you could do that. I'll go with nature. Well, I wish I would be medicine, but I'll take nature. Uh, this wouldn't actually be a medicine check. Okay. I didn't get a one. I got a double one. All right. So looking at it, it's very strange, but it actually looks to be something of like crystal and rock formation on it. Mm -hmm. And it's on like Not the tearing really. part of the knife. So it had to be connected with something like that. Well, it isn't the robots. Not this time, at least. It shows it to irons, crystals. They cut something. There's crystals on the blade now. Is it like 
to irons, would that be like crystallized void essence, or is it mainly just looking like something else, like natural? Uh, that would be, I guess, a, a cultism or a religion check. Hmm. Oh, I, I actually got religion. Okay, I didn't remember that. Oh, yeah, that. basically that deals with like the superstitions and such that you know actually have some weight to it. You're, yeah, you're not it's too bad sure. iron is incompetent. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot going on right now. It's yeah. hard to focus on that recall. <laughs> oh, is anyone actually like looking more into like the bodies rather than just like the the weaponry and other things like that? Um, Irons would be. Okay, so anyone who's looking into the bodies, give me a medicine check. Because the quite obvious, of course, is there's no blood anywhere. Would Ruby be pulling Unchi toward the bodies, or would she be doing her own thing? Well, I'm sorry to say this to Ruby. Or, or not Ruby. Unji? Um, wow, Unji. Um, I'm handing the knife to Unji and saying, can you feel anything off of this? We can try. She'll start to take her glove off and reach for it. You can use your occultism. Okay. So, irons, looking over the bodies, the, um, you notice right away for, like, other parts of them, such as uh, bullet shots, there seems to be, a, like, a little bit of bleeding, but it never escapes the body. But especially the parts where it looks like their arm got um, torn off or something like that... It's like anything that would, of course, you know, be an area where there'd be lots of blood coming out. It's like crystallized blood. Okay. Oh. Ruby's gonna so then no. that crystallized blood might lead him to assume then that those crystals... Is the knife... Is everything uh, cold oh. in here then? Sorry, I should give one uh, piece of description. Uh, there... It isn't cold in here, although it's been on the planet for a few hours. Um, but the the crystals on the blade are of purple origin. These are just like if if the blood itself, the red blood, turned into crystal. Okay. Uh, so Unji, using your you know psychic energy and starting to feel around and everything like that, he <coughs> you get a really malevolent presence. Something came in here for the sole purpose of wiping out the ship. You don't know what it is, but it's obviously that um, whatever it is, it's not a, a humanoid. There's going to be a flashback to that first time with Sevens where she like... <laughs> what? Unji, what? Eight. Sevens looked around confused. Anger. Hate. We saw. We hear echoes mm. of hate. Something not human was here. It came just to kill. Doesn't sound like the robots. Would I have gotten a vibe that it was from the void or something else? Oh, just alien. You're... As far as you could tell, it seemed to be that there's void around it, but you can't tell for certain if it itself was from the void. Okay. Is, is the state of the body similar to the event in Iron's past, or is it different? Different. Okay. 
All right. The void is here, but I... We cannot hear if it is from there. Hmm. Sinks back. Takes said knife and just puts it into one of the skulls of the dead people and gets up. Ruby, you forgot the door. What? Close the door. Oh. We don't want it escaping. We want it in here with us. Or it can Irons will just away and we can I, be in our homes. Irons would just sh sh the shotgun when she asked that. Yeah. Ah. Uh, unfortunately, you um, the overload destroyed the emergency battery within the door, so it, it cannot be closed. Yeah, I can't. I can't open it. Close it. Uh, cannot we use the manual close to close the door? No, they're they're unless you basically force it, kind of like a porcolis or something, it will not close. Hmm. Okay, I began stacking dead bodies in front of it. <laughs> yes. That's gonna take too long, Sevens. I mean, unless I had some other something else. Look at the drone. I could no. use a different battery. No, no, no. Can't do that. He comes Can't in or handy. Shouldn't. He comes in handy. Sergeant Jenkins is going to be dead, guys. Well, let's if we keep dilly dallying, he will. will. I could. <sighs> we could look and see what. The crystal has seen. It's a thing you can do. We can see what it has seen for the past few days. Okay, you try that. Joel and Art, let's take a look around the corner, see if it's spying on us. Yeah, while this has been going on, I don't want to have been looking at any of this. I want to be basically like just going a a little bit step ahead and carefully just focusing all my energy on scouting and looking for movement. I'm kind of in a slow, gone into a little bit of a crouch and am moving kind of in a walk softly way where I am scanning around for any tracks, any visual cues, any, um, you know, trails. All right, give me a perception check. Yay. All right. right. So, so you're looking ahead, scanning about the area, and you notice to the west where the bridge would be. You notice that there's a turret in the um the ceiling, and it still seems to be active. And when it it spots you, it's it looks as though it's trying to fire, but it's not able to. Okay, and that's down this um. This hallway over here? Yes. Okay. Uh, if Sevens is there, like, kind of right behind me, I will just sort of point that out so he can notice that as well. All right. And then Rod for other things, gags, yes. you're you're noticing, like, going through, like, the ground and other things like that. There's plenty, there's, interestingly enough, dents in the ground. Something large and heavy, as though it made, like, uh, footprints throughout the area. It, just scanning about... It, they seem to be going all over. 
Now, when it comes to the creature that Ruby saw, you're not quite sure if it was that or whatever attacked these people. Or maybe they're one and the same. You're not sure. Okay. Are the, the indentations that are kind of all around, does it look like those were mostly caused while it was just ripping through people? And then... It seems to be like whenever it's um, not necessarily like a, how to phrase it, not necessarily like a footprint itself, but like whenever it's doing like any sort of stomping or like a charge. Like an impact. Right. Okay. Okay. Can they tell if that's a ballistic or a laser turret? Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, you could give me a crafting check or a engineering check. I'll give a crafting. Okay. Jamila? Sevens, you would know it's a, it's a laser turret. It's a laser turret. If it's fried like the rest, it ain't going to be worth anything. Uh, speaking of that, uh, Jolinor, uh, you're, you know, seeing this turret. All of a sudden, you hear, like, a clicking from the turret. And... Uh, from your experience, it seems to be loading in projectile rounds now. Yeah, I'll step back around the corner for that. Um, Alright. I will actually go across to here, so that I'm kind of flanking the, the corridor with sevens. Oh, yeah. So, Unji, it, I guess is back it to... Relate, is it related to irons that, are, that that's starting to load up again? Uh, I'm. That's the Joel in our question. Well, you would probably readily see Jolinar and probably Sevens move into a back to the wall cover position, which would probably indicate that the yeah that it's not safe to be in the hallway. But you just you'd look to the report. Appears to be switching firing methods. Get and the girls across before it reloads. Okay. Um, by this time, it's already reloaded. Yeah, I was going to say, Sevens, can you take a shot on it? Now, Sevens could take a shot on it because he was kind of prepared if he wanted to try it out and then get into his back to the corner. That is going to make a huge sound. I was actually thinking about trying to sneak up on it and try to just turn the thing off. Yeah, I mean... At this point, it's looking down the hallway. You don't really have much cover to hide behind. Gotcha, and I don't have any smoke grenades. What about these guys? Did any of them have grenades of any kind? I have grenades. Oh my word, who gave this woman grenades? <laughs> she made them. <laughs> yeah, it them. was definitely not iron. <laughs> it was definitely not iron. That's what I do in my spare time. <laughs> They make incendiary bombs that could destroy, you know. I could try hacking into it first, guys. Like, we don't need to blow it up. Well, you would know it'd be on some sort of isolated system because oh. if it didn't, if it didn't have like all this electrical issues, like the guns and other things like that, it either means that it's connected to the ship's battery or it's connected to its own isolated one. You, you don't know for certain on that one, but. It's trying to do something. Okay. Well, I'm gonna. I'll toss a frag to Jolinar because Jolinar hasn't crossed yet, right? 
Eleanor has crossed. Has crossed. Okay, then it's a sevens. Whoever, this is sevens, yeah. isn't it? Okay, okay. Sevens looks at the thing. If you could see his face, he'd be like, oh my word, why does she have this? <laughs> I got more. Do you have any smokes? No. Sigh. <laughs> <laughs> I think okay if I remember uh, correct me if I'm wrong what is a grenade based off athletics last strength it would be an attack would I be able to use my dex to do it yes um, I could just drag it over to your inventory that's fine another idea I -hmm. can do a distracting hack or I can hack something nearby, I can shoot at that while we all run across. I'm going to interrupt for a minute, uh, go to Unji, because she was doing the object reading. So, uh, Unji, as you're delving into the sword and, I mean, this knife and the, uh, the crystal that's on it, mm-hmm. you're getting a lot of visions of, like, the the men on the ship, you know, having either you know a good old time or whatnot they seem to be just kind of like your your basic guys either you know part-time soldier part-time janitor you know they're, they're research and development nothing big just going about their days uh apparently they're um what is it uh, at one point all of a sudden that they were attacked you're getting flashes of like almost you don't know how to describe them other than like some sort of like crystal rock golems coming into the area and attacking the soldiers are frightened they they start trying to fire upon them and they got a few shots off and then lightning surge from uh these creatures and disabled their weaponry this one guy he thought he might be able to do something pulled out a knife is dad but then at the next moment he, he got ripped in half and that was the last thing he got before it was the end so there were multiple Crystal yes. Okay. You couldn't get an exact amount, but at least five or more. Okay. Bigger or smaller, or was I not able to tell? They seem to be, like, medium-sized. Okay. I, I think she's going to be in a disadvantaged situation because she's focusing on this, so I'm figuring probably however the turret thing plays out, she'll tell everybody after. Okay, back to Turnsy. Ah. You want to try distracting hack and we move across? If we do that, we're going to need to do the same thing when we want to come back this way. That's true. The path to the bridge is up that corridor, is it not? We may need to destroy it. Yeah, it's that way. Mm. Okay, let's blow it up. I got another one if we Uh. need. How many how many of those can you make on the fly? Not. I can't. You're not an alchemist. <laughs> These are just things you made at your own time. I can construct an AI. <laughs> Don't do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that at all. Or else I will be court martialed. <laughs> So, using the wall as cover, I will just use my sniper rifle and try to to disable the thing. Alright, so you could give me a, a shot using a rifle. Okay. And go. Yeah. Ooh. 
It's going to miss. And as you pull out the, around the corner, it takes a plot shot at you. Ah. Okay. Ah. I got good cover. Uh, what's your AC? My AC is an 18. I have how much cover? Uh, so it would hit barely. Nimble oh. dodge. Oh, ah. how dare you? <laughs> you pull around the corner, the shot off, you see the, the action. You dodge right out of the way of uh, the projectile coming right towards you and get behind the wall again. <laughs> That's the classic ah. movie, like you get your head behind just in time and it hits the wall. Uh, oh, yeah. Very nice. So, how tall is the ceiling? The ceiling would be about be uh, eight foot tall. Okay, and what is the do do turrets typically have three sixty swivel or do they just have a a range? Like they're, a... Built, they're all built differently, so you're not sure. Um, Sevens would know from his crafting and the type of turret. He, he would know it doesn't have the ability to look behind itself. It's meant to just look down this hallway. Okay. It'd be um, nice if we were actually on the other side, where it could not turn around and shoot us. <laughs> he makes a comment like that. How far is it down the hallway? It's... Oh, wait. Wrong measuring tool. Uh, so... It's about 50... Well, I guess it's for itself 45 feet. 45 feet. That's beyond a single movement. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Can I use two movements and then attack it with my sword? Yes, although you're going to have to roll initiative versus its initiative. Okay. And I assist with trick attack. Uh, I don't know. At that point, you're probably just going to have to roll initiative with and see how it goes. Okay. So is that what we're doing? Um, yeah, I think so. I think so. Can I provide assistance in any form to increase I... um, Jolinar's initiative? Um, because it's facing me. It's expecting me to do something at this point. Alright, so I guess at this point you could probably use like a bluff or something like that. Deception. Uh, in order to try to get its attention and not be as reactive. I will definitely attempt to aid you. Deception. Okay. Alright, so oh. as you as you say, um Oh boy. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> Alright. Um I could also use one for all to ready a aid action for that. Or do a clever feint to make assist. it flat footed. Yeah. It's up to you. Uh, I'll probably try the, probably do the clever feint. I'm just gonna okay. go ahead and roll initiative. All right, do so. <laughs> oh wait, now what happened to all the good rolls? We need the good ah! rolls now. <laughs> we need those before we got into the game. Wait, I, right. if I remember from chat, someone was rolling twenties before we started playing. <laughs> yeah, I haven't rolled the clever feint yet. That wasn't me. I haven't rolled the clever feint yet. Rolling's been rolling great this up until now. All right. So, okay, so I have to roll a bluff, right? I think that's what you're supposed to do. So uh, yes, bluff. Uh, so sorry, deception. I didn't change that. Oh, okay. Deception. D D D. There it is. Roll. 
Okay, so Irons is incompetent outside, but competent inside combat. Got it. Okay. Not yeah. just a physical, not a mental yep. character. Yes. Not to sound like yeah. sevens, but I swear VTTs are sentient. It heard me, and it's just poking fun <laughs> at me. All right. So it's going to. It's yeah. The the oh, clever faint works, although awesome. it's gonna take a shot out at uh, Jolinor. Although it's gonna be a, a lower to hit because it's a little confused. So 14 completely misses. Jolinar, you rushed on in. Uh, give me an attack. Okay. That's funny. <laughs> I love it. So 14. It hits versus it's flat-footed. Oh, okay. Nice. So roll damage? Yep, yep. Oh, uh, that's not mind. the right damage. Oh, that's your unarmed. Oh, you made an attack with your unarmed instead of your sword. Oh, still hit. All right. They're the same one. They're the same attack bonus. Clearly, Jolinar's just punching this thing. I mean, honestly, just like rip it off the ceiling. That'd be awesome. So Jolinar goes in, rushes the turret, it takes a shot off, it misses, and it goes over there, swings. You cut a lot of the cords, not all of them, but the, the turret starts going haywire, just turning in a circle. Yeah, I imagine it, that I, I shove my sword up in there and use it to like rip it partially off the ceiling, but it's kind of dangling by a few wires. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it does the whole spinning motion, and then all of a sudden it just stops. Is it safe? I will, I will rip it all the way off those last few wires. All right. Throw you, it on the ground. You, you do so, and it, it seems to be done. And then I will call back. I believe it is clear. In in a very calm monotone. Gets an approving nod from Irons. Thumbs up from Sevens. Can we calms the sergeant at all? From here? Well, I sorry, hope what? you'd be able to hear it after all those gunshots. Well, can we calm the sergeant? Because if he's dead, I want to go the other way. You're not getting any sort of uh, communications. This is probably when Unji goes. <laughs> what? You were here the whole time. <laughs> what? We saw. We saw. We saw the creature. She's going to just drop the knife on the ground. <laughs> Quickly put her glove on. And she's like trying to pull sleeves up, but they're, they're not. They're underneath her suit. There, there were so many. So, like crystal creatures. They... They just wanted to kill. Her eyes go a little like she kind of rolls her eyes a second. I just wanted to serve out my time and go back home. You and me both. That's all I wanted to do. Why do they always have to be cheating on the poker games, too? I always knew he was. Jack's always doing that. What? Alarms. Ringing. 
What is that? <laughs> Get hold of yourself. Looks seven looks to iron, looks to UG, looks to irons, looks back again, looks to commander, like expecting like some kind of order. If we find somebody from this ship, we can find out what these things are. They're the ones that shut everything down. That purple lightning came out of them. All electronics shut off. Bunji, I'm going to ask very slow. Did the lightning become the monsters? No. No. We saw them first. And out of them came the lightning. Yeah, Unji would recognize that they're users of whatever they're using. It... They seem to be able to manipulate some kind of energy. They were in control of it. So they boosted the signal. But why would they want to do that? To get here? Vendetta, perhaps? You're or hearing that. Sevens goes back to the door and checks on the APC and the commander's vehicle. Uh, roll a perception. Okay, perception. I'm gonna move back to the group if they're not moving up. Ooh, nice. nice. Seven's looking out. Nothing's really changed. Although, looking far out, you're noticing some sort of movements. Uh, you could give me a nature check. Okay, nature. Yay, I got a, well, I got a four in it. Bad. Whoa! Whoa! All, right. <laughs> All right. So, um, you recognize this pattern. You, so, looking out, you're seeing basically the sand starting to move, and you instantly recognize that this is part of the um the planet's predator. It's um what the soldiers commonly refer to as desert snakes. Nice. They, so they um, they're very gargantuan creatures that come out and feed upon things that make a lot of disturbance in the sands. You have a feeling that they're probably attracted to the, the ship with all it's done. Mm, gotcha. Awesome. And they're sand snakes. Uh, they're commonly referred to as desert snakes. Okay, desert snakes. I don't have we a. Have desert snakes inbound. We're playing aliens and trimmers. Okay, got it. <laughs> Desert snakes. Boss, you know I don't play games. <laughs> Alright. We've got to keep moving. We need to get up there, get to the sergeant. The snakes... Can they fit through the door? No, they, okay. they would not be able to. That's they're, they're not meant... They're not known to feast on any sort of metals. They're going to be coming out here to see if they find any, you know, fleshy things to eat. Okay. Are we going for the sergeant, well, or are we going to the bridge? 
Wait, can we contact same. him through the bridge over the intercom system? You could do that. Um, but you do know that the um, the life form that was detected is coming from the bridge. So that's our goal either way. Yep. Delinar, I got your back. We must be careful. They're everywhere. I will just lock eyes with Yunji for a minute with just that complete, like, steady affect, and then I will um, take point. So these... Looking at these doors are more sophisticated. Definitely need, like, a higher clearance to get through them. They're more akin to more of a blast door trying to protect the bridge. You do know that there's, um... A communication system between the bridge and the and the doorways, you know, to be able to interview people and let them through or whatnot. So I'll move up, and then Here. probably like move aside for Ruby to take a look at it. Okay, I'm gonna look at the or door. sevens. So looking at the door, you know that this is beyond your um, authorization, but you can always try hacking it. Yeah. Or you could, or if there really is someone inside, you could always try the communications. Iron's just staying in the hallway here to keep an eye on stuff. Okay. Um, do I try to communicate first, or do you want me to open this? We could try, we could try to sense beyond the door. Is there somebody if in you there? Would. <laughs> You're going to try? If you wanted to try that, you could give me a perception check. Okay, let's see. Where's your perception? There it is. You're the best. Hide the Ruby. <laughs> Roll. <laughs> You're getting that someone's there. You're picking up a, a faint resonance, but beyond that, you can't get a good hold. There's too many screams. We sense someone beyond the door. Whether they can respond or not, we do not know. I'm gonna try it. I think I'm gonna try to open the door. Okay, so you want to hack it? Yeah, I think so. Alright, so you could give me a computer's check. A computer's? Yeah, it would be under your lore skills, because that's where I had to put them. Lores. Oh, okay, okay. Computers, got it. You are good at piloting. <laughs> 19. <laughs> Alright. That's, that's me. Laugh. I know. <laughs> you've, you've dealt with worse. After about a uh, good six seconds, you, you bypass the security. It now authorizes you. Okay. Who's going in? I will. Joan R takes point. Alright, so I'm going to... Open, look, and then do I see anything just kind of as I like crack the door open? 
what do you see? Yeah, you you. Oh, when you open the well, actually, it's a f all or nothing. So if it opens, it fully opens. If it closes, it fully closes. So opening okay. the door, it fully opens. You 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 peer into the bridge. Um, as soon as you make noise, you, you hear a guy inside say, "Go away! No more riddles." Uh, and you, as you glance inside, you get a pretty disturbing sight. You see a um, kind of a basic soldier there, but one of his arms is on a computer. But it's not just that; his arm looks like it's covered with like those blood crystals, and it's connected onto the computer. Uh, when he looks at you, he's like, "Who, who are you? You're, you're not that thing." What are you doing here? You recognize the voice as the the man who was communicating with you through the anchor. It's the guy. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll say we were sent to investigate and respond. Irons, I have someone sevens. What am I looking at? I have hold on. I have to actually get vision in the room. Uh, look. Looks like a restrained knee, probably a prisoner of some kind. And he was attacked by whatever killed those people in the hallway, at least. Do we approach? He, he seems very watch. erratic. Um, he he pulls out a pistol and points it towards your direction, projectile. Is he stuck to the console by his arm? Like, are the crystals growing his arm to the console? Or Yes. Okay, so he's kind of immobilized by them? Yeah, he, he looks frantic, erratic. He, he's really trying to figure out what's going on. Hey, 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 okay. hey, hey, it's Ruby. Ruby, remember? You heard me. We're here to help you. Uh, so, Ruby, alright. You could give me a diplomacy check of plus four. Oh, man. Okay. Where's that? Diplomacy. Mm-hmm. Plus four, that's good. Plus, how do I add it? Add one, no, that's not how I do it. <laughs> Hold on, how do I add a plus four? You could just roll, I'm pretty sure we can add four oh, to whatever true. you come up with. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be silly. All right. That's good, because I had a plus zero. <laughs> as soon as Ruby starts speaking, it's like, wait, I recognize you. You're that that lady who responded. Yeah, I told you we were here. We're here to help. Who are he, you? He puts away his pistol, uh, and name's Charles. Charles Trester. We were attacked. I couldn't believe it. Illithids. They, I mean, not illithid. Yeah, yeah, illithids. Illithids. What is that? <laughs> uh, for those in the know, can roll religion. Do you have religion? Is Seven's in the know? I don't think he is. I might, yeah. How, how do I know if I would know? If you ha are trained in religion. Okay. Oh, yeah, you uh, do. Good. Seven's is not. We're back out of combat. Irons is incompetent again. <laughs> Same thing, best I friends. <laughs> I have a plus one. I don't think that's no? that much. Oh, wait. Is that with you and trained? All right. Yeah, none of you are. Uh, you're not really sure what he's talking about. Yeah, they attacked. 
they, they got us. And we're, we're traveling. Storms. That they were in space. Couldn't avoid it. Killed us. And then, and then TR6. It got free. He, he seems to just be trying to figure out what to even say. What is, I, what is TR6? Yeah. TR6. It, it was a contained creature. We picked it up. Describe it. Describe it. <laughs> it's hard to explain. Uh, imagine you're familiar with the, the ape, correct? Yes. It, it was it was like that. Large hands. Reptilian. It smarts. It talks and talks. Drive you insane. I, I will I, I glance over at Sevens. Sevens is looking down the hallway, keeping an eye out. The, and then he feels like someone's looking at him. He looks around. What? Are you alone? Is there anyone else with you? Maybe there one other person? Yeah, there are I five don't... of us. Perhaps one more. I haven't, I haven't seen anyone. Are you stuck? Y yes, I, I, I think I am. At this point, he's like looking at his arm, and he he drops one of his knees to the ground and just picks himself back up. Can't escape it. My my Evans hand pulls out a bone saw. He he definitely recoils at. I'm in the, the hallway. I'm in the oh. hallway. So the girls are the ones that see me pull out a bone saw, and I. I'm going to gently give it to Eugene. Use this. Use it for what? I I can do that. I can. You don't need to do that. <laughs> um, I got it. I got the hallway covered. You go and take care of him. Okay. Um, can I get in? Where's? Yeah, go through the door. How can I go through the door? There I am. Literally, okay, I made it. Boundary's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna walk up to him. He's a bit disturbed at seeing the bone saw, but he he lets you get close. Do you wanna get free? He he nods. I should have asked. Who all has medicine? I do. That's why I took it. <laughs> Okay, good. Because um, I was like, I'm the one with medicine, that's why I have the Medicaid kit. And then I just gave my bone saw away. Like, I don't have a Medicaid, but I do have medicine. Well, you you would have it on you, I just didn't bother doing on the itemization. Oh, okay. So can I give him some kind of um, numbing shot? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to do that and then feel, and really ask him, do you, do you want to be free? When you give him the numbing shots, it's like the last of his strength just leaves him and he collapses. Ah. While his arm is his arm is still stuck to the console. Okay. Hurry up while he's out. Well, okay, I'm gonna do it. Medicine, go. 
Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you expertly cut uh, cut away and get his um his forearm and hand away from the the console. Doesn't as you did it. There's no blood coming from him, but you could definitely tell he is very weak, uh, kind of like near dying. Can I help patch him up as much as I can? He's very malnourished, and looking at him, it didn't quite catch on how your distance was, but his skin is even starting to turn gray. His skin is starting to turn gray? Yeah. Can we help? Like he's dying? You think he's going through something like that. Uh, and you think you... If you had the right tools, you could probably help him out. But at this moment, he would probably just need to be fed and other things like that to really help him. Right now, he's just completely out of it. And it's... Okay. So are we bringing him with us? I'm just talking over comms. Can you pull up the ship layout from the de um, from Yeah. The yeah. I can do that. Do 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 do. Got those hacks, yo. <laughs> yeah, you pull up a, a layout of the ship. Um, I'm gonna download it onto everybody's thing so they can see. See, I'm just going to do this real quick. Ooh. Oh, okay. I can't do that. That's sad. All right. I would somewhat surreptitiously talk, uh, come over to both. We're, I think we're losing you, Adam. Oh no. Mm. I know he's running off his phone. We lost irons. We don't know what to do. Ah! All right. Well, I, I guess I should ask him. I didn't exactly. I should have expected there was gonna be a lot more role playing and stuff. So, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, we may have to do like a two parter or something. Yeah, it's really up That's to you guys. Fine. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm totally fine with that. Okay, cool. I just wasn't sure how far we should go tonight, and then you should have known we should when go. we were posting like multiple paragraphs of character description in the thread that we get into our True. characters. <laughs> Okay, that's him gone. I'm gonna switch just while we wait for Adam to come back since it messes up my windows. Alrighty. So yeah, uh, <laughs> we can decide this live. That's all cool. Do you got? We can go longer. It's totally up to you guys what what uh, time you need. Because I have, we could take a break and keep going, or we can plan to pick it up. So next week would be our Pathfinder Outlaws game, and then we could pick it up the week after that. That's yeah, uh, I'm down for whatever. I just need to know people's schedules and stuff. Yeah. All right, that's fine. We're here. Yeah, I mean, you. we're home, and our kids are asleep, so no <laughs> nothing matters anymore. <laughs> do you think that what we need would be wrapped up in another session, or do you think we need a little extra time tonight? And honestly, then... probably another session. Yeah, 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 definitely. Okay. Yeah, sure, that's fine. Do you want to hit? A specific moment? Do you want to go a little longer and hit a specific moment? Or should we just keep going? 
We you could stop at any of the in-between events, like right now, or it could be after the next event. Let me switch back here. Um, I'm good to go one more event. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we'll probably slow you down next time with more roleplay, too. I know, it's so yes. true. <laughs> <laughs> and tomorrow's Thanksgiving, it's be a day off. Yay. Yay. I mean, our children will give us a day off, but that's they fine. <laughs> Yeah. Cool. Also, yeah, yeah. I'm excited. Everyone's good to go a little longer. Just do we want to. I'm laughing as if I say potty break because I have toddlers. <laughs> do, does everyone need a bathroom break? I'm good so far. I'm good. I'm, I'm good. good. All right. I'm good. Adam, what were you okay, saying? We can hear you. Yay. We missed you. Yeah. What you were oh, saying. I didn't know if I cut out. I don't know when I cut out, but I said I was going to surreptitiously go over to Jolnar and. Palm over to Jolnar and Sevens and say, "Keep an eye on the rescued crew member. No blood during removal of forearm." Nailed it. Sevens Nailed is debating it. about if we just should just speak up about shooting the guy now or later. <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> Who's gonna carry this guy? Not it. We are not very strong. Ah. I feel like... Uh, if asked, Joel and R will go over and help you. But it's not super keen on volunteering, per se. Uh. But if that comment is made, Joel and R will walk over and help. Oh. Ruby. Yeah. Can you see if there's any more usable turrets? You have deals with robots. Make sure that they're not shooting at us. Fine, I'll use my deals, my sneaky <laughs> machinist, machinist ways. <laughs> I'm gonna see. Right. I'm gonna get. I'm right, gonna so... try and figure out as much as I can about so look, where we need to go. Looking over, looking over the systems of the <laughs> the ship. There's um, turrets in the other two hallways, too. They seem to still be online. Uh, although, of course, you know, like barely online, like most of the things on the ship. Uh, all the others are uh, reading as destroyed mm. or or just lost communication, which is usually just destroyed. The When you're going through it, you are noticing that there's the systems of the ship are failing. And they're failing in a very peculiar pattern, as though they're failing where something is, yeah. and it's spreading like a wave. Okay, can like I a, target them, like the center of those waves? Not really, because you don't know exactly when it happened, and oh. there's just so much that's already gone. Most of the ship underground is already gone. Okay. Can I turn off the turrets that are still working? Oh yeah. Okay, I'm gonna do that. With your author, with your authorization, you turn them off. Rose, is the VI still online for this ship? Rose, I thought it was Ruby. Ruby. <laughs> Ruby. Ruby Rose. Is up. what online? <laughs> The VI for the ship. VI, okay, virtual is that still on? The virtual intelligence 
seems to be dead. Okay. I can create a new one, an AI. You don't have the time for that. <laughs> I, and besides, your ability says AI, but the terminology is VI. Okay, okay, okay. Got it. Also, you're not an alchemist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, okay. So, do we have... There's. Is there any way to access the cameras in anywhere? Or is that all, all down? All the cameras are down. They're all down, okay. And it, according to the records, they seem to have all went down right before the attack. Oh, okay. To clarify, right before the illicit attack, or uh, right before the monster, the stone the, thing attack? Uh, the illicit. Oh, I guess you can kind of extrapolate from it from now, but the illicit are the the stone monsters. Okay. With the I had different connotations. In my head. Yeah, so did I. <laughs> I was like, oh, we got more. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So is there any way to track down the sergeant at all? From uh, All the detector systems, everything like that's fried. Okay. So there's no life signs to track. Basically, it's all dark, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. We got one guy. I think that's pretty good. Could could we potentially try to seek out his echo? So at this point, the, um, you. the all of a sudden, <laughs> as you're talking about echoes and everything like that, from all the different terminals, lights, and everything like that, the, the purple lightning starts uh, coming to life once again in all the electronics. Um, it, it starts... It's being so fierce, you're hearing all the popping and everything like that, although the area starts getting colder. And all of a sudden, as everything starts being destroyed. All the lights, and it goes dark. So I'm, leave I'm not picking up the guy anymore. If I was, he's being put down. I'm going to get uh, Ruby and Yunji if he's there, and we are... They are getting behind me, and I am backing up with some weapon ready. All right. Uh, Ruby would so, grab the guy. So at this point, <laughs> I, I don't know That's why awesome. I didn't do this, but um, light. Okay, here we go. So oh, flashlight, go. So all of a sudden, um, Paula comes stick. on. Uh, yeah, Paula just comes online to say. Uh, Lights uh, have been deactivated, activating torches. And she says that all your lights on your suits start coming on. You hear grudging behind you. So we're like glowing targets? Yeah, unless you manually turn them off. Okay. Guys, I I'm, I'm turning them off. I'm going to turn them off. I can't see me. If I can't see it, it can't see me. If I can't see it, it can't see me. Exactly, right? It's fine. So oh, Ruby is turning oh, hers off. All right. Are we all together now? Yeah, I'm I think we should. looking at the hallway. I, I think with the lights hallway. going off, the rest just rushed into the room. Mm -hmm. Yeah. is still watching the hallway unless told otherwise. You do hear, um, when that happened, you did hear all the doors open. I'm going to turn off everybody's suits. Uh, Can I? Do I have to physically touch them to turn off their suits, or do I have to? 
or can I just do that remotely? Uh, you have to physically turn them off. Because okay. unless the commanding, I mean, unless the officer in charge turns them off, so Jolinar could turn them off. Okay, that's what Ruby wanted to do, so I will do that. Yeah. But I will wait, I will give us a second to all get grouped together first and then do it. Okay. Goes behind the door for cover. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And, well, there we go. Right next so, to Irons. I think if you guys are fine, I, they're back here, we should fall back to them so we're all in one spot. There's still one more door, though. North. Oh, there's two doors above us. Oh, there's two? Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And all of them are open because the power's gone out. Right. Yeah. But I think if it's dark, we don't want to be separated, so. So we're all coming to the door? Well, if all your lights are off, you're not able to see. Sevens wants to keep his lights on. Okay. Even if it's like a protest from his commanding officer, it's like, how am I going to shoot my enemy if I cannot see my enemy? I have a light I am stick. Not that good. How big of a rate is it cast about as big as we can see, so we can actually see that far of a radius? We can have uh, So the light stick is almost the same size as the um as your torches. So the light stick is like half oh well I mean let me just put it in. Twenty feet diameter. Yeah, okay. it's, it's technically 20 dim lights and and <clears throat> bright light. Unji's gonna start okay. to hum quietly to herself and cast dancing lights. Ooh, I like dancing Ooh, nice. lights. That's my preferred light spell. Yeesh. I did drag the guy over with us, too. I just made him invisible. Oh, okay, great. I, I just, didn't want to deal with Ruby's that. holding on to him. <laughs> giving him a Cheeto. <laughs> I love that Cheetos have made it. <laughs> Should it be Pirate's Booty? I don't know. <laughs> I think that's Rochester specific. I Is it know. really? I, I didn't know. know that. I don't know. <laughs> so, Seven, okay. you're at the door. You could give me a perception check. Yep. I was just about to ask if I could listen for the um, the, the sand snakes or sandworms, whatever they're called. Okay, that's a decent one. Yeah, that's so bad. Seven's peering back into the hallway. You notice something terribly, terribly wrong. Ah. The, the, the bodies that were close to the door are now gone. <gasps> what? Iron, sir. Adam's frozen in fear. <laughs> I'm still here. Okay, your your picture's frozen and it's great. <laughs> the bodies oh. are gone. Ah, there he goes. There he is. <laughs> All the bodies of the dead crew are uh, gone. All right. Thinking about the dead crew, he looked. Uh, Sevens looks back at the um, severed arm. That was on the console. Uh, looking at it, it's gone. The severed arm is also now missing. Please watch out for it to trying to attack you. What? An arm? An just like arm. flying? Adam. Uh, yeah, the I one know. that you just cut off. Not much I can do. Carry on. Yeah, how, 
How's our dude doing? He's completely unconscious. Okay, he didn't but like, vanish from you. Okay. Well, I want to keep an eye on if he starts to do anything other than be unconscious. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm nervous. Okay. Okay, yeah, I need for him to be back. Sevens, what do we do? Uh, we need to find a place that we can hold up. The balcony might be a good one, but if we cause too much noise, the sand creatures will try to come after us. Mm. You mean the bridge? No, I was talking about the ledge over here. Okay. Mm. Is there another there room? Medicaid ward over here. This was a long stretch hallway with many doors that is not usable. We could just put ourselves in a corner, which is entirely terrible, and put us in the back of the bridge. There's also, going directly north, the hallway went up into something else. Right. Uh, you, you can ignore that part. Okay. All doors are locked open, unless we can close them. Can I? We consider this entire place unsafe. Okay. I I mean, I could close... Can I still close doors, or is it because the power's off? I can't even do that. Cannot. Okay. No power. It's natural stays to open. Got it. So we'd have to, like, physically try to wrench them shut somehow. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Which we could try. Here. Not here yet. Don't know. Yeah, I'm texting him. Okay. I mean, this wouldn't be a bad spot to stop at. Okay, that's true. It is pretty good. Yeah, considering all the lights just went out. Give us time to think where we're, where we're gonna go. <laughs> Sevens just has the bad idea of going back to the APC and running for it. With the sandworms. Talk, 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 talk. I mean, I don't there know if that's is. a bad oh, yeah. idea. We got him back. But we're gonna leave the sergeant, I guess. Sorry. No, oh, you're good. Uh, we couldn't. You're good. Um, the thing is, is that one thing I wanted to point out earlier. This was the only life sign we could find. Yes. Mm -hmm. That means the sergeant was either a dead or b outside of our range. As you're talking about life or uh, signs, this would be a good time to do this. Um, all of a sudden, your comms come up from Paula. Reading. Six life signs detected. Yeah. Twelve life signs detected. <laughs> Twenty-two life signs detected. <laughs> Fifty-eight life signs detected. Fifty-eight. Out, out. Yeah. Back to out, the APC. Out. Back I think to we the gotta APC. bail. <laughs> I I agree. As you hear the sounds of footsteps falling and coming towards you. I think Grenades that's where we will end up. No, we don't. Oh, great. We're leaving. We're leaving. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> uh -oh. We're we're gonna certainly try. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's yeah, one person. Perfect. Do we have him with us still? Yes, Ruby's yeah, dragging him. All right. It, At least that's like counts as half a survivor so far. Let's be real. 
I like yeah. maybe like one quarter or three quarters. It's a three fourths. <laughs> three fifths? No, wait, four fifths. You don't, you don't get to round up to whole numbers. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, I'm excited. Awesome. Uh, that's a great place to leave it. That is so yeah. good. <laughs> oh, let's. Well, I want to leave. Shout out to Foundry Virtual Tabletop yeah, and really Mr. Moral cool. Compass's amazing abilities with it. Yes. Look at those lights. Look at the flickering. It's so cool. It's just highly it's recommend. Giving me so much anxiety. Good job. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> me too. <laughs> uh, I will switch back over here so we can see faces a little bit more. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you, Chiro Chiba, Avon. Mr. Moral Compass, and Adam from the Interplanar Crossroads. And me. And my I'm lovely just wife. <laughs> <You're> just, uh... <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, let's see. Before we go, Adam, where can everybody find and support the Interplanar Crossroads? Well, I'm pretty sure they can find and support both the Interplanar Crossroads and Avenue Studios at either Patreon or locals, or by contacting us directly, either one of us. Absolutely, I'm fixing windows as we talk, because everybody switched. Wait. No, Adam's right. Yeah. Adam's. I know. I just fixed him, but now I gotta find. Uh, Avon's gone. Avon's gone. What is he? He's disappeared. My palm. So, there he is. I see. So him. now that we've We've come to the end of the game, right? So that means it's game over, man. It's game over. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, my word. I haven't heard that in forever. Comment below if you know that game. Yes. <laughs> uh, We're living so far. I'm I'm pretty excited. I thought I was going to die. I know. Like, yeah. first episode, I'm like, mm, well, we, gone. Well, we RP'd <laughs> so much that we couldn't get to the danger. That's true. That was our that was our plan. <laughs> It's going to make the, the death so much more tragic, though. Yeah. Because, like, we'll care about each other. Uh, so good. You guys are all amazing. Uh, yes. So, anyways, Avenue Studios on YouTube, uh, Rumble, and anywhere podcasts are found. Next Wednesday, 9 p.m. Eastern, we will be picking up our Outlaws of Alkenstar game with Mr. Moral Compass and Chiro Chiba, of course, as well as the great Jacob from Jacob's Lab. And then the week after that, we will pick back up with this game and see what happens next time. So I am very excited for that. Thank you, Avon, for joining us, uh, special guest star. It was a pleasure. Awesome, man. This has been great. Thank you for turning in. Uh, you can further support us and become a part of the ever-growing force known as Avenue Studios by joining our locals or Patreon community. Doing so will not only help us continue to create high-quality content, but you'll gain access to our exclusive Discord where you can chat with everyone here, play games, watch movies, and so much more. We did just get in our dice pads with our logo on them. So at the uh, landmark maple tier in Locals and Patreon, you get one of these, as well as the company that made them gave us these fun extra bonus iron-on things. They were so, super great. The, yeah, great company. <clears throat> I should, help me remember, I'll add, later on I'll add the logo, let, add their Etsy site yeah. to the description because mm -hmm. they were awesome they were to work with. They were super great. And um, let's thank see. Thank you, Compass. Yeah, thank you, Compass. This is so great. This is awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't we? wait for next time. I know. <laughs> can't wait to kill all of this. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, where are we? So yeah, join us for movie nights yeah. if you become a patron of locals. And uh, thank you, Adam from the Interplayer Crossroads, for joining us. Um, I will have Druid Stables up with Adam. Uh, hopefully one this Friday after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Happy, Thanksgiving happy Thanksgiving to guys. those in the States and to those not. Happy Thanksgiving from the States. Uh, yeah. I am thankful for everyone here and for the opportunity to play with you guys. And I think I'm thankful it. I'm not on a crashed spaceship filled with danger. That's yes. solid. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of uh, you are the crashed spaceship full of danger. Are you? <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Thank you all so much for tuning in and joining the adventure. And we will see you next time. Mara, bye. Except I got to push a button. Don't worry about it. It's happening. <laughs> vamp, vamp. There it is. Compass, would you mind playing some music as we stream out? All right. Um, dark music, nice music. Dark oh, dark music, dark music, definitely. Yes. Okay. Spooky. There it is. I just continue on with the spook. Volume up. Dark like my soul. Oh, what? <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Farewell for real. This has been another fantastical episode of the AV Epics Podcast, an Avenue Studios production. Do give us a review on your podcast app of choice to help spread the word. You can further support us and become a part of the ever-growing forest known as Avenue Studios by joining our Patreon or Locals community. Doing so will not only help us to continue creating high-quality content, but you will also gain access to bonus content and our private Discord, where you can chat with us, play games, watch movies, and so much more. Don't forget to check our podcast podcast description for the music and ambience that we use and thank you so very much for joining the adventure and we will see you next time